name's Vanessa John and I'm the third sector support manager at PAVS. PAVS is a Pembrokeshire Association of Voluntary Services and we support the voluntary sector within, within Pembrokeshire. PAVS is uh, the County Voluntary Council for Pembrokeshire and in Carmarthenshire there is CAVS which is Carmarthenshire Association of Voluntary Services and within Ceredigion we've got CAVO which is Ceredigion uh, Association of Voluntary Services and all these organisations work to support the voluntary sector in our counties and within PAVS we have a volunteering team, we have a funding team, we have a uh, support team and we've also got, um, we administer the community connectors and we have the community hub which is within, within the organisation. So you are part of the funding team for, the, for, for, for PAVS? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a major part of our role is uh, the funding side, as you mentioned, and a, a key element of that, we also administer and manage funds on behalf of others. So we have expertise in that area, and this is why we were in, invited um, to be part of the Innovation Fund to be able to um, deliver, help deliver it um, and meet the obligations that, um, as a funder, that you have. Uh, can you explain a little about the what the innovation fund is and what where it started? Well, I would have to be really honest and say this is probably one of the most exciting things I've been involved in in all my time at PAVS, and that's a long time. Um, it's it's about innovation, and it's come from uh, Welsh government through the Integrated Care Fund and then through the RILP, which is the Regional Improving Lives Partnership, which the Dream Team are really involved with. And the key thing was putting people with learning disabilities um, in charge, making their own decisions, deciding what services are really important to them, and help design a grant scheme that would enable organisations to apply for, um, for funding and but the key thing is is that people with learning disabilities were involved in assessing those applications and making the decisions on who received the funding so it was a a big change from the way we normally manage grants the the way it came around with, with, with real working with um, the dream team the dream team obviously um, in the past have uh, evaluated real projects so they were the perfect group of people to be invited to be able to help administer this grant scheme and and develop the grant scheme um, they a call was put out to regionally across across the region to invite people to be part of the team to be looking at this and a number of uh, members came forward and the, those members then were involved in developing the name, deciding the name, deciding what the priorities were, making sure that it had huge links with the Learning Disabilities Charter, that was a key element of it. And um, the, the panel members were uh, from the three counties, and we were invi invited to assess the applications. It was vitally important that everything was developed in Easy Read, um, and 
it we, we um all the, the guidance was in easy read the application form was in easy read with real links to the learning disabilities charter that was a key component of any applications all the applications came in in easy read and some organizations found that difficult others found it a natural way of doing things the key thing was involving people with learning disabilities within to develop those grants and in round one of the fund we asked for some sort of videos because this all took place during covid didn't it it was a I think that was the worst bit for most of the people that were around, were doing this because it was they they couldn't get a bit of video right for us to actually see or they couldn't produce a video. That, that's ex ex exactly right, James. We um, the first round we thought it would be easy to um, for groups to do that, but it was a learning curve. Some groups found that very difficult. So for round two everybody then presented via zoom which was a um a technical challenge to get everybody in but i think it worked okay it did <laughs> you know um and all the applications were submitted to pads as the um, grant manager and we then um forwarded all those applications to the panel the easy uh, the dream team panel sorry um, but prior to that, I have to say that the Dream Team also had to have training on sitting on a grant panel and understanding um, or how to manage conflict of interest. Because although we're a region, we're still very, we all sort of know each other. So it is about managing that so that you were independent and making decisions on the quality of the application and its links to the charter. And as you said, there were... We had a shortlist. Okay, so it's like what I was going to say next is what does it mean to co-produce the the fund? And it's I think you're you're saying it now, really, aren't you? And it's so you're talking people with 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 a learning disability and with are doing it for the, with the charter and 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 he's an easy read so on. That was well, certainly the co-production was key and it came it came from people with learning disabilities it came luckily from RILP all the organizations who sort of have this money believed in the need to easy read uh, to to cope sorry co-produce um the, the whole fund and it was the fund itself was co-produced with members of the dream team and all the projects who applied for funding all those projects were co-produced as well so it was yes James I agree all the projects who were funded had to produce a sort of end of project report to report back on what they'd done to achieve them to with with the money to achieve what they set out they were going to achieve and these were gathered by paths and then were shared with the um, uh, uh, dream team panel members and we had a meeting, didn't we, to um, look at them, review them. And from that, the Dream Team produced a report which went to RILP on the, on the whole grant scheme. And based on that, they funded a second round because it was so, so successful. Well, it, 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 I think that's with every panel, that there are differences of opinion. 
and in the end it comes down to consensus but you have to think of what the project is what it's going to deliver and how it links with with the charter and i think the dream team were able to see things very clearly and make some difficult decisions i'm jen green i'm the new chief operating officer at pembrokeshire people first the project was amazing and i think not only the dream team members had their voices heard in terms of what services could be delivered but also the people who were asking for the money could have their voices heard in terms of what they wanted so by allowing the application process to involve a video you had the voices of the service users or the participants or the members of whatever project was applying for funding so having those thoughts opinions and voices heard all the way through the process is so unique so valuable insightful and just exciting because this is setting the trend of how things could be in the future. Really exciting and we wanted other local authorities, um, governments, organisations to consider this approach to funding. So we've developed a toolkit, it's going to be online, it's going to be bilingual and it's going to be in easy read as well. The primary audience is going to be the people who might consider this approach but we hope that the toolkit will demonstrate why they need to do it and why it's important and it's going to be online interactive and we're sharing all the resources that we developed all our guidance um, all our application forms our evaluation forms our scoring sheets we've shared that so people can just take it and run with it as long as they have the belief in co-production and putting people with learning disabilities at the centre of it. So I think your listeners would probably like to hear a little bit more about how the Dream Team came about and maybe why it's here. So we were talking earlier about the Learning Disability Charter, the LD Charter, and the group of, now called the Dream Team, were a group of individuals, and about 38 in total I believe at the moment, and they are from Ceredigion, from Carmarthenshire and Pembrokeshire. And the idea is this group of people have formed this dream team to promote and advocate for the rights and the aims that are included in the charter. It's like the voices, bring it, they've got to have the voices heard in, in so different organisations, for different things that they may not be able to have saying things. We, we can go and talk to the big the organisations that need to say or talk to talk to really absolutely I think one of the key phrases about what they do is nothing about us without us and I think that is so powerful because it's making sure that when services are delivered that their voices are heard through that delivery so that the services are more person-centred that they become more um, efficient because they are actually providing services that people want, so they get used appropriately, and money is used more appropriately as well. Um, and that, that's so important for, for us in our current economy. So the Dream Team is driving that LD Charter forward, and like I said, there's about 38 members there now, 
but we're always looking for more members, especially now in Ceredigion, because there are challenges in terms of transport and engagement. And, and what the Dream Team does is by sitting on these regional meetings is that they are putting forward the views of the wider community. So even if somebody doesn't want to be involved with the Dream Team, please come and talk to the Dream Team. Um, because they can put your views forward then to um, people in statutory services, in health services, so that everybody has a chance to have their voice heard.